It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Here's what's cooking on an all-new Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show. We are talking rookie fantasy values, MLB news, and, of course, the ads and drops. Who you should pick up, who you should let go, and who should you hold on to. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show. Welcome into the Sports Though Fantasy Baseball Show presented by BellyUpFantasySports.com, Righteous Felon Jerky, and Mahler Bros Golf. I'm your host, Vince Stover, and I'm joined by senior Belly Up Fantasy Baseball writer, the one, the only, Kevin Wilson. <laughs> hey, Kev, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, Happy Easter to you, Vince, and everybody else that's watching out there and, uh, you know, don't look in the grave because he has risen. That's right. Uh, happy Easter to everyone. And I uh, had a great time with the family celebrating at church. I thought those were some great pictures you posted. Thank you. Yeah, good-looking family, aren't they? They sure are. So. Yeah, And actually, just a couple hours ago, I grilled uh, for the first time this season, grilled some ribs and uh, had yeah. a good dinner, too. So it's been a good day. Watch the Brewers beat the Cardinals. Um, it's been it's been a good Easter so far. So uh, that was my Easter basket today was the Brewers winning. Um, and, uh, so yeah, all, all is good in the world. I would say in the, the world of events <laughs> at the very least and uh beautiful day. I don't know what the weather's like in Texas, but gorgeous. Oh, it was in the seventies. It was great. We, uh, we went out and we had ourselves, we, we didn't, didn't do our own cooking. All right. But we did go out, we did get some, uh, Easter food happening and we came home and, uh, uh, we, uh, brought some food home from, uh, Hawaii. Oh. Right, because I don't know if you are familiar with the Hawaiian plate lunches, Vince, but those things are outstanding. I used to live in Hawaii, so we found a place out here that that has Hawaiian food, so we were pretty jazzed up. <laughs> awesome, uh, yeah. So we have we always have a big Easter lunch at church on Easter, where the church brings in everybody brings in food, and we had ham and beef, uh, roast beef, and all the fixings on the side. So everything was, was nice, uh, nice and dandy. there. always love, love our Easter lunches at church. Um, and then, yeah, I had some, I had to fire up the grill tonight because, uh, it's been a while since we grilled something. So finally decent weather to, to get it all out there for sure. Well, we got a lot of baseball to talk about and uh, we're going to have a guest on here in a few minutes. 
as well. It's going to talk through the baseball news and things like that. But we're going to start off today with our very first segment of the day that we like to call our Fantasy Burner. Our Fantasy Burner segment is presented by Mahler Bros Golf. Of course, today was the Masters so maybe you got to watch yeah. some golf and you wonder, how do I can I look as good <laughs> as those guys do? Well, Mahler Bros can help you out. Mahler Bros Golf has polos that look good and feel good with their lightweight and stretchy material that hugs your body. You feel cool while looking just as cool. Their polos are guaranteed to make you look better, but it's up to you to golf better. On a hot summer day on the golf course, there's no polo that you'd rather wear than Mahler Bros Golf Signature Polos. Uh, don't wait to try your new favorite golf apparel. Upgrade your golf attire with Mahler Bros. Get 15% off at MahlerBros.com. That's M-A-H-L-E-R-B-R-O-S. MahlerBros.com. Use the code BELLYUP. That's 15% off at MahlerBros.com. Code BELLYUP. Turn heads on the course or wherever you wear Mahler Bros polos. Mahler Bros Golf. Look good, feel good, feel good, play good. All right, let's get into our fantasy burner topic of the day, and that is rookies with some fantasy value. I wrote an article this week on bellyupfantasysports.com talking about the Brewers' three rookies and the value that, that they hold. So those are who I'm going to talk about today. I but Kevin, so I, I did no research on those guys because okay. I knew you had it covered. That's, that was very wise of you there, Kev. <laughs> uh, all right, so who do, who do you have as uh, rookies with some fantasy value? Okay, so... You know, I'm a Dodger guy, and there's a rookie player on the Dodgers that completely escaped my notice uh, <laughs> until recently, and that is outfielder James Outman. Yeah. All right. He didn't have a hit today, but he's hitting 348 so far in the season. Three homers, nine RBIs, seven runs scored, mm. and he does have a steal. So, and he's – people are slow to get – Notice to him, he's at 28.5% owned in ESPN League. So he's a guy that people need to pay attention to. Uh, even though the, the Dodgers, as a team, not playing as well as you might have expected. Arizona won three out of the last four of those games, but that's not his fault. So <laughs> you might want to check out Mr. James Outman, Outman if uh, if you haven't heard his name until right this second. Get over there and check him out. Yeah, he's had a, a decent start to the year for sure. And we talked about going into the year, the Dodgers, they weren't as star-studded as they've been the past couple of years. So it provides some opportunity for guys. And he seems to have stepped up and uh, taken advantage of some of that opportunity for sure. And he has. And it, you know how you talked about Mookie Betts playing second? And I was like, I yeah. don't know. But he <laughs> has started some games at second base. And that's largely because they could put James Outman out there and have a competent outfielder. So it it looks now like like Betts might get second base qualification this season. If that happens, then as you mentioned, that he goes way, way through the stratosphere with second base outfield. And it's all because of more, you know, and I don't say all, but for the majority of it, it's because Outman's playing well in the outfield. Yeah, and another second baseman that doesn't have second baseman eligibility yet, uh, but will shortly is Bryce Terang in Milwaukee. He's listed as a shortstop. 
because that's what he played in the minors. But all along, they'd planned on him being second base here at Milwaukee. He's come in, replaced Colton Wong, and he's done a pretty good job with yeah, it. Colton at, Wong has disappeared. I don't know if you saw that up yeah. in Seattle. He's yeah. gone from the horizon. Yeah, he has. But he'll come back around, too, I think, at least. Bryce Terang, though, comes in uh, as a rookie, starts opening day. He's been playing against uh, anytime they're facing lefty or, excuse me, righties. Uh, he's playing, and uh, they're giving Owen Miller some time against lefties, but I think that's going to change at some point in time because Bryce Terang has been phenomenal to start this season. Six of 19. Uh, he has five RBIs, four walks uh, compared to three strikeouts. He's got two stolen bases as well and one home run, which was a grand slam. What a way to start off your major <laughs> it league. It doesn't baseball. get much better than that. Oh, it was beautiful. The kid is so fast on the bases. Uh, so he's going to rack up uh, st stolen bases along the way. But he's part of a three-headed monster for Milwaukee when it comes to rookies. They had two guys make their MLB debuts uh, here in the first two games. Bryce Terang was one. Joey Weimer, the second one, an outfielder. And they're going to have a stacked outfield in Milwaukee. They've got Tyrone Taylor, who's getting ready to come back from injury. And they're kind of running out of room for outfielders there. But Joey Weimer is doing his part to hold that job. 8-24. Uh, he has one home run, three RBIs, three walks, three strikeouts, one stolen base. Um, he's holding his own out there. He's played center field and right field, so he can show that he can play multiple positions, and he's doing his job out there. And then the third guy is Garrett Mitchell, who made his debut last year towards the end of the season and did pretty well. Well, he's been great. He just gets on base. I mean, that's what it comes down to. He's 8-24. He leads the team in home runs with three to start the season. Uh, they've been uh, mostly solo shots, though. Six RBIs, two walks. He does have seven strikeouts, uh, but uh, six runs total as well. Again, he starts in center field when he starts. But like Bryce Terang, he's playing against righties and not always against lefties. So uh, out of those three guys, Garrett Mitchell has the most points so far in fantasy with 27. Terang has 23, and Weimer has 19, at least in the league that we're in and the way that it is set. But all three of them have been effective to start this. And I, you know, and what I said in the article was it's so rare for one rookie to have fantasy value, let alone have three of them. Uh, on Especially the, on a contending team. Yes, on a contending team as well. As a matter of fact, a team that is uh, seven and two on the season. And right. uh, and I looked at the umpire scorecard, by the way, for the 6-0 shutout yesterday. And uh, he was really bad. I saw that you posted that. <laughs> I'm not bitter. Uh, no, no. You'll take the two out of three. Yeah. Do you have any other rookies to talk about? Well, you know, there's a rookie that uh, that we were harping on for every good reason. That's Corbin Carroll yeah. over there in Arizona, who started off kind of slow, but uh, has hit in his last three games. And uh, as I mentioned, are all victories. And so uh, – Here's a guy, he's only hitting 257, but that's on the upswing. Two homers, three RBIs, six runs, and five stolen bases. And so if you can get a guy that has speed, and 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 he does, we knew that going into the to the season, but he is checking off the boxes with speed. And that's something that everybody, especially not in our league, maybe so much because it's a points league, but if you're in a cats league and you got Corbin Carroll. You've got to be pretty happy that you've got five steals on your side of the ledger. Yeah, definitely. And I do have him in a categories league as well. And, um, you know, it's been positive for me. That, when you said his name, though, it reminded me 
of a bad trade in another league I'm in that includes him. And we'll talk about that in our last segment uh, okay. as we have time to do so. But um, yeah, I'm in this crazy league, Kevin, and there's going to be crazy trades probably all year. And we'll, but we'll talk about it. It's fun, fun okay. to talk about those things as well. But I'm surprised. I'm surprised that the um, uh, rookies are having the impact they're having. They are. And it's great to see that the teams aren't, as we mentioned, they're not leaving them down in the minors. Yeah. They're saying, hey, get up here, play. And it looks good so far. It does. And I actually heard a broadcaster say uh, today in the in the Brewer game, he said in the past, these rookies would come up and they looked kind of scared. He said, these guys aren't doing that. We looked at Walker from St. Louis, uh, the guys mm-hmm. from Milwaukee. These guys are here and they're, they're ready to play. And uh, they've stepped right in, done what they've done, not only for their teams, but for our teams, too, when it comes to the fantasy teams and everything like that, right. it's great to have value from the rookies. So that is our Fantasy Burners segment, Rookies with Fantasy Value. Let's get into our second segment of the day, our guest segment that we like to call our Call to the Pin. Our Call to the Pin is presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. If you want the purest jerky in the game, you got to go straight to the source. Righteous Felon has partnered with the best natural black Angus beef producers in the land to lock up supply and guarantee the best tasting, best textured, and freshest beef jerky on the market. Uh, visit RighteousFelon.com. Use the promo code BELLYUP. You get 15% off your purchase. And today, our guest is a contributor from BellyUpSports.com. He is Ken Matthias. Let's bring him in now. Ken, are you there? I am here. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you, yeah. You guys can't see me, huh? I'm on my phone. I don't know okay. why it's not working. Oh, that's okay. okay. We can hear you. As long as we sorry. can hear you, we can survive. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I don't know what the heck's going on with uh, the camera. Yeah. Well, maybe you have a face for radio, so we'll take a... Uh... <laughs> well, you guys can take a look at my photo on uh, bellyup.com. But how are you guys doing? It's a pleasure to be with you, Vince and Kevin. Sorry Good. you guys can't well, see glad me. Glad to this have really, you. Uh, unfortunate. Yeah, that's all right. There's there's always next time, Ken. Um, <laughs> let's start off talking about Major League Baseball. A couple things that happened today. O'Neill Cruz uh, sliding into home plate, breaks his ankle. Uh, oh, wow. He's going to miss a lot of time. It looked like a dirty slide. Kevin, I don't think you saw the slide. Yeah, right? I, I didn't even see it either, to be honest. I didn't either. see it. I, I just heard the story just before I came on here live. And so, and, uh, so I knew that he had broken his ankle, but it goes deeper than that. Yeah, it to me it looked it looked like a, a dangerous slide sliding into the catcher the way he did. It looked like he put a cleat into the catcher's leg um, at the glance that I saw. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see if anything comes from that. But a fractured ankle means he's going to miss a ton of time. And him and Starling Marte both injured today. Marte slid into the third baseman and hurt his neck, and and you know is what it is. He's on my fantasy team, so you know what is going to happen <laughs> at some point in time. Um, but so far, Ken, the, the injuries have not been the story of the season and that's always a good thing, uh, just two weeks into the season, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, O'Neill Cruz, that guy can throw a hundred miles per hour from shortstop. He can be, you know, a pitcher, but that's unfortunate because, uh, I'm a huge Red Sox fan and they just came into Boston recently and just swept us. So <laughs> that was pretty unfortunate to see that happen, but that's be being a fan perspective, but. Sure. Uh, I feel like the league's actually been doing pretty well since, um, I don't know, you guys pay attention to the World Baseball Classic? Is that, oh, yeah. We did. I was we definitely glued to the TV. That. Yeah, I was glued to the TV watching that. Unfortunately, to see U.S. come up short and 
Otani to strike out Mike Trout, but you know, you got two of the best players on the planet facing each other on the same team during the season, but different, you know, countries. But yeah. No, it's definitely uh it's been an interesting couple of weeks. I, I love when baseball comes around. I mean, I'm a big sports guy, but absolutely. Baseball's been great now. Being a Boston fan, you look at the AL East and Tampa. Mm-hmm. Listen, Tampa's not played anybody good yet, but they've mm-hmm. beat everyone every single time. Nine and zero to start the season. Yep. Um, how big of a impact is that going to play as the season goes on? Uh, I mean, obviously they're nine and zero, and they just basically smacked Oakland up. But they, they, they got a really, really good team. Two games in a row, I think. <laughs> what was it? Eleven to nothing. Yeah, yeah, back-to-back days of 11 and nothing, but they have a hell of a lineup between McClanahan, um, Wander Franco. I'm a big Wander Franco guy. Mm-hmm. It's just from top to bottom, that team's built for success, but they went to the World Series in, what, the COVID year? Yes. Or yeah. they were close to it? No, they did, right? They lost to the Dodgers? Dodgers, yeah. my Dodgers. Oh, okay. That Congratulations. Right here in Texas, so I'm well aware of that. So, so um, no, they're always built for success, you know, Obviously, we got their former, what is it, president of baseball ops or GM, Hyam Bloom, but he hasn't really panned out in Boston besides the 21 season where we led to the ALCS. But I'm not looking forward to the next four days between uh, the Red Sox and the Rays. It's going to be a tough matchup. We start with Pavetta tomorrow, and then I think we end with Sale on Thursday. So hmm. we're going against, like, Springs, McClanahan. So it's going to be we a tough give matchup. got to a shout-out to Springs and, and, and Rasmussen, both on my fantasy team, and yep. both have pitched extremely well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Jeffrey Springs was a former Red Sox farmhand, I believe. And now the Rays played the Tigers, the Nationals, and the A's. Mm-hmm. And so if you if you read my power rankings that I posted this morning, <laughs> which I did by the Tampa, way, Tampa's number one, rightfully yeah. so. They're nine and zero. You can't avoid it. But I said in there, it doesn't get easier. <laughs> I mean, you can't get any no. easier than starting mm-hmm. off with those three teams. So it will be interesting to see as Tampa gets to Boston. And then they follow that. Uh, they, they host Boston. Then they follow that against the Blue Jays. Uh, it, it's going to be a tough stretch, I think, for Tampa. It'll be interesting to see kind of a little bit more maybe of who they are. Um, but the rest of the East, you know, the Yankees, uh, six and three coming in as we currently are, are doing the show. Toronto started rough. They've kind of bounced back six and four now. Boston right there as well. And Baltimore just under 500. Uh, to start the season, but I think mm-hmm. Baltimore has improved as well. So when you look at that East Division, Ken, like as a Boston fan, how scared are you that Boston's going to finish last in the division? It's it's pretty scary. I'll be honest with you guys. Um, <laughs> heading into the season, very you know what, what's going to happen. The pitching staff's up in the air. You got Brian Bayo out. Um, I mean, Hawks in there. They're also mils- you know they're missing a couple of guys and stuff like that. So the rotation's kind of shaky right now. Garrett Whitlock had a couple of nice rehab starts that I've recently seen with AAA Worcester and AA Portland. So he'll hopefully be coming up, hopefully by the end of this week. But I, I don't know. I'm very scared because Baltimore's on the come up. Yankees are always the Yankees. Uh, Tampa's been playing, you know, great baseball. And obviously Toronto will start to turn it on, even though they've been kind of struggling with uh, Jose Barrios has been, you know, starting a couple of games that, he got, what, a couple of losses, so he's been kind of having a rough start to the season. But Alec Manoa, I mean, he didn't have the best first game, but the second game he ended up turning it around. So it's a pretty so scary they, division. They scored now, 12 runs the on the Angels today, so their offense is looking 
Oh yeah, good. between Bachet, Guerrero, Springer, um, they even added Kevin Kiermaier from Tampa, but their offense is very explosive. Let's just see if it, you know, ends up being in the playoffs at the end of the year. Yeah, Barrios has been rough. I mean, really rough. Yeah, to yeah. yeah it's a shame I, I didn't draft him. I didn't put him on my drop list yet, Kev, but he's, okay. he's a starter two away, I think, at yep. this point. Uh, the AL West is an interesting division. Uh, Texas and Los Angeles currently lead the way uh, with Houston right behind them and Seattle there as well. I mean, Houston, we knew Houston was going to start possibly slow with Altuve being injured. Uh, some adjustments being made in the offseason on the rotation. The Angels are always a question mark because they're supposed to be good every year, and they've not yeah. been good. And, and they scored Texas, 10 runs today and did not win. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's all, yeah. That's all, that, that tells you all you need to know about the Angels. Yeah. And then Texas, they revamped their offense last year, their pitching rotation this year, yep. and uh, including a former Boston guy in that, that, that realm as well. Native and <laughs> Texas has – and they've been okay, but no one in that division has stood out yet. What do you think about the AL West, and how do you think things are going to shake out? Will Houston overcome, or is someone else going to sit at the top, Ken? Um, I mean, Texas has been on the come up between signing Marcus Simeon last year. Uh, they got Corey Seager as well. Seattle, Julio Rodriguez, hell of a ball player. They got a nice little gritty young club that you know gave Houston a run for their money in the postseason but came up short. Oakland's still in the rebuilding stage. Shout yeah, out to my dad's team, a big Oakland them. fan. But anyways. Um, <laughs> um, may, may he have a peaceful season. because <laughs> He knows the season's kind of up in smoke. <laughs> but anyways. Um, and then the Angels, I don't know about you guys, but it's been a very inconsistent ball club since. When did they make the playoffs last? 2013? years ago. Fan, I don't even know. Yeah, like it's been a good eight, nine years. And they, and they got that good, you know, one-two punch of Trout and Otani, but. It's not just two guys that make up the team. Like, True. they fired Joe Madden last year, and I've respected him, and I've been a fan of Joe Madden. But was that the right move? I don't know. But what do they got? Phil Nevin? I now? thought it was the right move. Phil at Nevin. The time. Yeah, Phil Nevin used to play uh, for the San Diego Padres, and uh, mm-hmm. he was a gritty player, and he knew how to go the opposite way. So yeah. if he can teach any of his guys to do that, that would be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I still think Houston's going to probably be the top guy at the end of the season. I know they're having a little sluggish start after the championship season, but I just got a funny feeling Houston's going to take that division. It might be a close one, but we'll see. Yeah, I think it's going to be closer than we thought coming into yeah. the season at the very least. Because Texas looks, again, no, no, none of those teams look great. But Texas looks like they're legit this year. Like They should mm-hmm. be in mid-80s win team. And that might but be enough. If, uh, Jacob Digram could be healthy. That's true. Yeah, that's the number one thing for him. Health's always an issue with him. Very true. Um, I like to look at win streak, losing streak, and run differential. And I'm trying to figure out how good is a team, how bad is a team. That kind of to me, the run differential kind of proves a little bit more of what that team is. And a lot of teams are not great in the run differential, but they're first place in their division. Arizona, they're on a three-game win streak, but they're minus three in run differential. That again, that NL West. L.A. and San Diego are supposed to be the top teams yep. with San Francisco. And, and we talked about Arizona being a team that could surprise some people this year with all that young talent. Well, they sit first, and San Diego is yet to get get going. So when is San Diego going to get going? Uh, I mean, hopefully soon. They added a former Red Sox of mine, uh, Xander Bogarts, which it was sad to see him go. But they have too much, like, 
legitimate offensive power to just suck with Machado, Juan Soto, <laughs> you know? Juan Even Soto pitching... started off awful. When does he get it turned around? Who, who say that again, Kevin? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Soto. Soto, it'll take a little time, but I think he's going to turn it around sooner than later. I mean, is he on a contract season or? This is, this is his contract season. That's why he's in. They keep dishing out money to guys that they've had or they dished it out to Bogarts. But I, I got a funny feeling that do they have any more room to sign another guy to a long-term deal? Because it's not going to be easy to retain that guy. He's going to want a lot That's of That's why I was, wondering where their, I was wondering where their money is because I'd like mm-hmm. to know so I can go you know, visit it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you said you're a Dodgers fan? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dodgers. So Dodgers, maybe Dodgers. maybe Juan Soto will be playing at uh, Dodger oh. Stadium. Oh, Kev, what if uh, what if you get Juan Soto and Shohei next year? How would that make Damn. you feel? <laughs> so the then, so then you have to figure out, okay, who's going to play right field? Yep. I think you can figure Bet. it out, Kevin. Or Soto. <laughs> that's a, you know, some, a situation you'd figure that out yes. fairly quickly, I think. You, you could move back center. I mean, why not? He's already playing second base. I mean, yeah. you you work it out. Don't worry. It'll, it'll, <laughs> work right. it. it'll be okay. Um, <laughs> uh, in the central Pittsburgh, six and three to start off this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been surprising. St. Louis has yeah. been rough to start off this year. Yeah. You, uh, it's interesting, Vince. You mentioned Pittsburgh. You know what their run differential is? Zero. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. But. And now they lose O'Neill Cruz, and they're going to miss them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big that's loss. A so I'm, trying, I'm looking back to see who. Oh, they played the Red Sox, so that wasn't easy. You said they swept you. Easy series for Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati beat them twice. Uh, they played the White Sox as well. I guess I just sit here and look at it and go, okay, well, St. Louis has really struggled to get going to start off this and, season. And yeah, they have. They beat Toronto two out of three, and then they've fallen off the off the planet. Oh, their pitching has been horrible. Their pitching is awful. The offense is good. Yeah. Pitching has disappeared. Yeah. Except for my man Montgomery. All right. Montgomery. He beat, your, he beat your guys yesterday. So Montgomery goes to the top of the list. Yeah. Well, I mean, he threw 20 balls that were called strikes, but sure. Uh, yeah, he, he, <laughs> hey, he's, fortunate. he's my fantasy guy. I'll take every strike I can get. <laughs> <laughs> sure, definitely. But Milwaukee, let's talk about Milwaukee because I'm biased. I love Milwaukee. I, okay. I, Milwaukee. I watch every single game that's on. And yeah, it's easy for me to go, oh man, these guys are amazing. Now, granted, kept me into it. I said St. Louis would win the division. Mm-hmm. Um, I was worried about the bullpen a little bit. It's a revamp bull- bullpen in Milwaukee, and they've been really good. And the offense, it started slow. But it's coming alive now. So I want you guys, Ken, let's start with you. Yep. Milwaukee, what? Are you impressed? Do you think they're for real? Uh, are they World Series champs? Give me something to live off of here. I know that's your team, Vince. Yeah. I haven't been following Milwaukee much, to be honest with you, but I know I say I follow baseball a lot. But um, no, I mean, how has Yelich been playing? Because you got Yelich, you got Corbin Burns. <laughs> you asked the right guy that question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he got his first home run of the season today. Okay. Uh, he's been getting on base, uh, but he, his batting he's a average... heck of a player. He really is. He is. His defense has been really good, but who cares? Um, no, he's <laughs> he's been okay, but he's not been what he needs to be. He needs to be at least 25 home runs, and he's not looking like he's going to get there this year. Um, again, his defense has been really good, which, mm-hmm. you know, when you're talking about real baseball, that, that is a good thing. But 
I keep wondering if they're going to – he's been leading off against righties. He's been batting third against lefties. I, I just keep wondering, is he going to end up – you know, being down and batting sixth before too long. Because... That depends on all those rookies you just talked right. about. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kevin, you tell you give me some hope with Milwaukee. What... <laughs> well, I'll give you some hope because, you know, as you mentioned, they're in first place and Burns has not looked like Burns right. so far. And uh, we were both high on him, as you know. You've got him, don't no, you? No, no. No, you don't have him. Okay. But you wanted him, I'm sure. Yeah. And yeah. the other league that I'm in, I do have him, and it has not looked good for him pitching the first two starts of the year, but yet they're in first. Right. So you got to figure he'll get that turned around. So once that happens, then Milwaukee's going to be a tough team to beat. They are. And like I said, that bullpen has been what kind of scared people coming into it because mm -hmm. there are a lot of new faces so far. So good for Milwaukee. Um, and then let's close out by talking about the uh, the AL East because it's just a really intriguing division. Yep. Um, Atlanta in first, the Mets at 500 behind them, Miami. Philadelphia has been horrible to start this year. When, yeah, when but are... they're back home, so give them a little, little slack. All right, yeah. so Kevin says they'll be all right in the long run. But this is a team who last year was supposed to contend for the division, and they snuck into the playoffs, into the wild card. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Ken, do we expect Philadelphia to struggle and sneak in again, or are they going to actually show up and be what they're supposed to be? I think they're going to show up. Obviously, you can't really base it off the first nine, ten games of the season. As Kevin mentioned, yeah, they did come home. They had their ring ceremony today. Especially when they were on the road. Huh? What would you say? Especially when they're well, on the road. Like you oh, said, especially, especially when they're when on, the road, on the road. Yeah, yeah yep. But I think they're going to contend with the Mets, the Braves, the Phillies. Uh, Washington's just still in a rebuild mode. So, I mean, yeah, I I think they're going to compete for the top of the NL East because it's not easy going against the Mets and the Braves, especially the Braves winning a couple of seasons ago in their experience. But, um, yeah, no, I, I definitely see Phillies and Aaron Nola bouncing back. Um, I know it's been a rough going, but. Yeah, he's a I guy mean, that Bryce Harper won't come back to what, June? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they're missing some key guys. Yeah. How many weeks, Kevin, we'll start with you. How many weeks until we know what we got with these teams? Because um, somebody brought that up. Actually, Brent from the uh, 1420 uh, Sports Bar podcast brought this up on Twitter, asking about, you know, overreaction. Are these, do we, do we know what we have yet? And I said, I like to give it three or four, maybe even five series before I really dial in on who teams are. So, Kevin, how, how long do we have to wait? I would have to say, we're going to wait. I don't know about as many series as you're talking about, but we need to let, wait until May mm -hmm. when we're talking about these upper echelon guys. Now, if we're talking about some of these dudes that are at the bottom of our roster, as you know, Vince, I'll get rid of them at the drop of a hat. Yeah, but what if, about uh, real life baseball? Oh, in real life. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, it depends on, like, what kind of uh, team that you've got in your minor leagues. And so I would I would definitely give these guys some leash, especially guys like Nola and Wheeler mm -hmm. and established dudes like that. You're going to give them all the leash until they actually are, are, are hanging themselves. Sure. So, yeah. So let, let's not panic on uh, any any guys, you know, out there. If your team is, you know, not playing as well as it might, you might want it to just just calm yourself just a little bit. So, Ken, how long do we have to wait to know what we got in these MLB teams? 
Yeah, I'm agreeing with Kevin May. Uh, maybe by Memorial Day, that might be pushing it, but June tops. I know some teams, yeah. obviously, first half of the season by All-Star break, they don't play their best baseball. Then all of a sudden, you know, second half of the season, they start playing their consistent baseball and make a deep, you know, postseason run or at least sneak into the playoffs. So I'd give them about a month, month and a half, tops two months. Because you're going to have guys coming up from the minor leagues. You know, injuries may happen. Unfortunately, like you guys said, O'Neill Cruz, I wish him nothing but the best. But broken ankle, he'll probably be out quite a well, quite a bit of time, I should say, if not the season. Unfortunately, it sucks. Yeah. yeah especially when it comes to, to hitters up there playing in Boston, Baltimore, you know, in the northern climes. Is, uh, you know, you got the weather heats up, the bats mm-hmm. heat up. Good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, very true. Very true. All right, Ken, tell the fine folks listening where they can find you at, uh, on social media and anywhere else you got, uh, content going out. Yes. Yeah, so basically, uh, it's Ken Matthias O2 on Twitter. Um, you know, I write for belly up as a contributor. I also contribute for couch guy sports as well. So a couple of blogs people can find me at, unfortunately, I'm sorry that you guys couldn't see me right now. <laughs> so no, I, I really appreciate you and, uh, Kevin bringing me on the show. I really appreciate it, guys, and I hope to see you guys soon. Yeah, Ken, we'll get you back on the show. We'll work yeah, on the camera. See you would be awesome. Yeah. Would you say, Kev? Actually, seeing you would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm just on my phone right now. That's why. Oh, if I was on my computer, it'd probably be a little bit different. But it's all good. We'll get it. It's next. all good. You know, we survive. So yeah. Well, Ken, not everyone good... survive. We thrive. How about that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. Good go. luck. Good luck to your uh, Boston Red Sox. Uh, as they continue on this season, Chris Sale, uh, hopefully he gets uh, healthy and doesn't doesn't look like he did in his first start, and uh, and things will get a little better for you there there in Boston. But thank you so much for being on the show, man. We'll get you back on in, in a few weeks. Yeah, hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Not a problem. That is Ken Matthias from Belly Up Sports, and uh, joining us for the first time here on the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show. On the uh, second segment of our show, presented by Righteous Felon Jerky, again, go to RighteousFelon.com. Use that code BELLYUP to get 15% off your purchase. All right, it's time for our Fantasy Focus. All right, when we come to our Fantasy Focus each week, uh, we're going to look at our ads and drops. Fantasy Focus, though, is presented by Belly Up Fantasy Sports. Go to BellyUpFantasySports.com for all the latest and greatest articles on all things fantasy football, basketball, hockey, and, of course, fantasy baseball as well. Like I said, I dropped an article this week on the Brewers' rookies and their fantasy impact. Kevin, you had an article on Monday, I think, come out, uh, right? Yes, on uh, ads. Yeah. Uh, first week ads, and uh, I'm going to have another one come out tomorrow that will be dominated by a lot of pitchers coming up this week who have two starts. There we go. So you know, that that's something to look at when you're trying to plan your week. Who has two – and first, two starts and two starts you'd want them to have. Sure, that's so. true. That'll be a fun one. Um, I, I ran out of starts in one league. It didn't matter. I didn't – I used everybody up. I had nobody starting today, but I had hit my limit without paying attention to it. And I thought we had more – we did have more this this first, first uh, round. But uh, I was like, oh, and I need to look at my lineup and see if I got too many pitchers. <laughs> that that's one thing that I because uh, Chase, as we know, you know, it's is new, and I yeah. clued him into that. So I'm surprised that uh, uh, that you fell victim to that. I didn't think I was going to have to, you know, 
Well, it, it wasn't in our league. It was in another league. And I may have had less starts in that one than I had than we have in our league, too. I'm not sure. But I've got a lot of really good pitchers in that league. And so yeah. I've started offering trades to people, trying to get some of these slow start guys like Juan Soto uh, or somebody like that for a pitcher. But so far, uh, nobody's taken the bait. But that's no okay. bites. No bites on it just yet. But but we'll see. We'll see what happens. You never know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's get in, though, to our ads and drops here. Uh, we're still okay. early in the season, but we're already churning through our rosters, uh, letting go of some guys, getting through some other people and everything. Like that. And there are guys available out there, there actually. So uh, who do you like? Give me your first ad. Well, I'm going to give you an ad that I'm surprised you have not brought up and because uh, he plays for your team. Uh-oh. All right. That's Brian Anderson. Brian Anderson, yeah. He's a little okay. good. And – um. Well, he's actually went hitless the last two games, but still hitting 417. All right. So, yeah, three homers, 10 RBIs, eight runs scored. So, and he's approaching, if not have already surpassed the 50% of ownership rate. So, if you're wanting him, you're going to need to move fast. And uh, he's third base and outfield qualified. That is a huge advantage to him. And so, He's going to cool off. We all know you can't hit 500, right? So, but I think that he'll get some hits, and he's, out of all the players you mentioned, he's come out of nowhere, and he's locked up a starting spot. So, yeah, I and like he's actually, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in the season he adds first base eligibility, because um, right now, like I said, the outfield's getting pretty full out there. Um, so I think he's going to see less time at outfield. They'll start at third base because uh, Urias got injured the first game of the right. season, so that opened up a spot there. But Luke Voigt has not been impressive to start this season, and uh, they're going to have guys coming off the injured list, and I think that Anderson might get some run at first base opposite Riley Telez as well, which would open up some eligibility things for him there too. Um, I like that pickup. Uh, I'm going to go with a second baseman in St. Louis, Nolan Gorman. He's only on that I like as well. Yeah, he's only owned in 28.6% of leagues. And his last week, got two home runs, six RBIs, and three walks. Um, he's a guy that's out there in points leagues. He's already over 20 points. Um, he's he's given pretty consistent play, 7 of 20 uh, from, from the plate. So there's a lot of good things going on there for him. He's not, again, this is these are people you're looking at if you got injuries or you're turning right. through the bottom of your lineup. These are not guys that you're going to go replace your yeah, these are not season-long ads by any right. stretch. <laughs> right. You got a second ad this week? Um, a guy that I was thinking was going to make an impact, and it looked pretty bleak there for a minute, but has turned it around, and that's Michael Conforto of the San Francisco Giants. And so he started off slow, but uh, has had – let's see, he had three hits on Thursday. He had two hits yesterday. He homered today, stole a base, had two RBIs. And so he is a guy that when he you – because know, remember, he, he was a guy that could hit your 30 home run. Sure. And so it's kind of kind of funny how the Giants hit 13 home runs against the White Sox, then return yeah. home and lose the first two games of Kansas City. But, but regardless of that, he's swinging the bat well. And so – and he's at 11.4% owned. And so if you're needing an outfielder, he's a guy that you can add that's a veteran. You know he knows how to play. And so I like him going forward a lot. You know, Kevin, I got my eyes on the San Francisco outfield as a whole. 
Conforto has that's been decent. That's right. Yastrzemski, almost right there with Yastrzemski Conforto. Yastrzemski is another guy I could have mentioned. He's got two homers, four RBIs, two walks. And then Jock Peterson, he's got his first homer of the season, six RBIs, two walks, all in just the last seven days. Um, all three of those guys strikeout prone as well, so you got to watch out for those things. But those are guys that I've definitely got my eye on to see because one of them, if not two of them, eventually are going to start giving you some stats because they got guys, they're they're all veterans, Yastrzemski, Peterson, and Conforto. So somebody uh, should should show up. I'm going to go pitcher on a team that you wouldn't expect, and that's the okay. Washington Nationals. Mackenzie uh, okay. Gore, 13.9% okay. owned. He's got two wins, one quality start, and 12 strikeouts already in this short season uh, in the two games that he's played in. Of course, he comes over from Cleveland, uh, if I remember correct, and uh, and he's a legit pitching option. So I, I'm scared of Washington um, to have a pitcher from Washington. Um, and, and actually the league I needed pitchers, he was already picked up in, so I did not get him, <laughs> but if he was available in that league, I definitely would have scooped him up because he's giving, he's giving innings, he's getting strikeouts and he's getting wins at the same time. So that's a big deal. And I was surprised to see McKenzie Moore, Gore, excuse me, actually looking decent to start this season. Um, I looked at Josiah Gray also from Washington. He's only 4.7% owned. Yeah, he's getting strikeouts. Um, he does have one quality start, but he's also getting getting bombed a little bit too. Yeah, so you might want to hit the uh, pause on that just a little bit. Yeah, Mackenzie Gore is the guy if you're going to get a Washington pitcher, especially he's now that they're out of Colorado. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Anybody else on your ad list? Well, there's another guy that's uh, on your team. All right, yeah. that surprised you did not bring up, and that's Wade Miley. Yeah, okay. good point. Yeah, okay, Wade Miley at one point seven percent owned. He pitches tomorrow, all right, against Arizona, which doesn't maybe not looking so, you know, tantalizing as it was a few days ago. Sure. But it's a two-start week for him. And you have to like against the Mets, no less. No runs, five hits, struck out three and walked none in six innings. Now, three strikeouts is a little concerning. You like to see more of those. But that's the only possible negative you can get out of him. And that yeah. first performance. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for pitching, a dude's at 1.7% own, yeah. two-start week, there's a dude you want right there. Yeah, and Miley looked great. Now, he's not going to get you strikeouts. I mean, he's going to get some here. No, he's like, never been a strikeout pitcher. Right. Never. But, but you're 100% right. He looked phenomenal against the Mets. Um, he's a veteran guy. He's been around. Yep. He's seen, seen a lot of baseball. And uh, I think that's a great call, uh, Kevin. I try to... I try not to get too brewer yeah, heavy on my ads. fantasy points with three strikeouts. Now, who's the last guy that you could say gave you 21 fantasy points and three strikeouts? Um, that's a great question. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I'm looking it up. He's gone. He's gone in my, that other league too. I need pitchers in one of my leagues, and um, he's well. available in our league. So there you have it. Yeah, sadly, I don't need pitchers as much in our league. Yeah, uh, you know that's that's a you know. I wouldn't say sadly because that's a you know nice position to be. <laughs> but hey, uh, we'll see. You never know. I might yeah. I might need a pitcher in our league. Uh, I got to look and see who I had. You know, I picked up Steele. I told you about him last week. Steele um, in Chicago. Well yeah, yesterday. So that is an outstanding pickup. Yeah, yeah. If I drop a guy to pick up more pitching, it'll have to be a, a reliever because my relievers 
have not been good to start this season. Uh, anyways, moving on. Do you have any more ads before we get the drops? Well, just one guy that uh, I want to throw in there, and that's another that I could have mentioned rookie. That's Bryce Elder of the oh, yeah. Atlanta Braves, who pitches tomorrow. You know, we talked Cincinnati. Well, we well we really didn't talk, but they've looked a lot better than we thought. But that was at home. Yeah, that's a whole different scenario when they go into Atlanta. So, and he's at four point three percent owned. So, and he's on, he's going to start tomorrow. And then it depends on what happens with their bullpen or their rotation and, and guys that are out and everything. But he's could very well start to starts this week as well. So I really, really like him tomorrow pitching at home against the Cincinnati Reds, despite their start. I've got him in one league uh, running him. I've been flowing through starting pitchers this week because I don't have a limit in that league of how many starts you can have. So I've just been rolling through guys. It hasn't helped me out a lot in the first matchup, but I'm hoping something I'll, I'll hit on something eventually. Uh, in that league, Kevin, I waited till the 14th round to draft my first pitcher. Uh, I went all offense. And I was like, I'm just going to give this a try, see how it shakes out. Matchup number one, not good. Uh, so. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you were the experimental, you know, yeah. on that, because uh, that's not you could have blindfolded me and I wouldn't have done something like that. <laughs> I thought I said, you know what, I'm going to hold off, and I almost took one in the tenth round, and I was like, no, I need to wait longer. This is a this is this is for the show. I, I mean, I was doing it for the show, um, of course. So you know, you, you, you know, you, sometimes you have to take an arrow. That's right. You know? That's right. So. And I and I, I took one for the team. Um, okay. Let's get the drops. Uh, okay. I want to start off with Gene Segura, okay. Miami second okay. baseman. Okay. Uh, in our points league, he has negative three points to start. The year. And listen, there are some guys that have very low points that you're not dropping yet. But Gene Segura, there's no reason to hold on to him. You can find other second basemen out there that can give you something uh, that he is not giving you. And like I said, to be negative points nine games into the season, he's got nine strikeouts. Two walks, zero RBIs. Uh, he does have six hits, but one stolen base as well. Yeah. Uh, Gene Segura, it's, it's time to let him go. Uh, let go of what he used to be and uh, find a new second baseman. Okay. So, um, this might sound a little strange because I'm going to drop an outfielder that has 20 fantasy points. Whoa. Okay. But – but there's a reason why that is. And the player I'm talking about is Lane Thomas, the outfielder for the Washington National. Okay. Who just finished up a four-game series in Colorado. Yeah. All right. So they're leaving Colorado and moving on. And so uh, let's see. What, I think they're – I can tell you that. They're in Anaheim tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that – Playing at sea level is not the same as playing up in Colorado. So, and that's the kind of the thing that you want to look at if they're playing any team that's playing in Colorado. Look to see if you can add their guys. Sure. And once they pull out and leave, drop them. It's just as fast as you can possibly do it. That's the same with the Colorado players, a lot of them. So, Lane Thomas, I'm sorry to say, even though you're playing pretty well, you've got to go. And so that's my first step. That's an interesting pick. I'm going to talk more about him in just a few minutes. Uh, my second guy, and he's the only the only other drop that I have this week, uh, is actually going to be Anthony Rendon. Now, we talked about uh, him early okay. in the year as well, before draft time. But Rendon, 
uh, I just don't think he has it anymore. Now, granted, he got suspended because he was grabbing a fan and mad about a fan supposedly calling him something, and the fan's like, I didn't call you that. But nonetheless, uh, so he got suspended for that. But Rendon, three points so far. He's got 10 at-bats so far on the season. He's got two ribbies, uh, two strikeouts, and 10 at-bats. Um, I just, I'm all out on Anthony Rendon. All out as out could possibly be. Okay, good. I'm not the only one. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good to hear. I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, okay. so those are my two drops. My two drops are infielders, Segura and Rendon. Uh, who else are you dropping this week? Okay. So there's a player, you know, I had temporary insanity to happen or something. I don't know. I took, you know, Danny Jansen catcher for Toronto Blue Jays and yep. they've been bashing the ball all over the place. However, dot com. They have he has a negative two fantasy points hitting 067. All right. And we know that catcher is traditionally been a light position, not so much now. There is zero reason to have Danny Jansen on your roster, however terrible your catching position is. Agreed. I mean, there's catchers out there. Um, there are catchers out there. So Logan O'Hop from uh, the Angels having a good start to the year. Yep, that's the guy that we could have mentioned, rookie, yep. right? And uh, he's at 22.8% owned, and he's position ranked three. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that guy. Gabriel Moreno. He got, out he got there. Uh, Moreno got traded. And he's a guy that, yeah. From Toronto. A rookie who's kind of started off a little slow. Very slow. Four points, but he has hits in his last three games. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's had positive points in his last three games um, against the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, Two RBIs. And so I guess I'm getting a little ahead of myself of guys that uh, you can don't be a little patient with. Sure. Okay. Gabriel Marino goes. Pretty high on my list, so guys, be patient. I agree. Uh, any other drops this week? Uh, you know, we we can let's see. There there are guys that um, nobody that we really heard of before. Not really. Okay. So yeah, that's fine. You know, and there and there are players that don't need to be on rosters, but they're not. So right. And they're... listen, we're early in the season. So we're talking about dropping people. You've got to be, it's got to be bottom of the barrel guys that you're getting rid of. Right. You know, we're talking you 25th on your roster or whatever, 26. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. All right. So let's get into the guys that we're not giving up on yet. I've got four guys. I had three guys and I've added a fourth one already in this show. Um, okay. so, so guys that we're going to hold on, I'm going to start. How many do you have? Uh, well, I got one. I just gave you. Okay. So there's yes. one. Moreno's one. So, Okay, well, then I'll, go, then I'll go I've for got, it. I'll I've go got for three. It. Okay. Got three. Um, so I'm going to start with, and I don't think anybody would be too crazy right now uh, to do this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Anthony Volpe uh, with the Yankees. Okay. Only got six points to start the season. Um, he had a triple yesterday. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that, but the kid, he's going to come around. You're going to have to give him some time. Um, you know, he honestly, he might be a guy you can go acquire. If he's in your league already, you might be able to go trade for him for cheap, cheap, cheap right now, too. Um, but he's a guy that I'd be perfectly fine with having on my team still. I want I want to give him some more time here this season. Uh, so I'm holding on to him. Okay. That's fair enough. Uh, 
a guy that uh, I just talked about guys in Colorado you might want to get rid of, except this one. All right. And uh, it's going to hurt me to say Ella Hurris Montero. Yeah. Did I even get close? Yeah. Okay. So he has 12 fantasy points, but 11 of them have come in the last four games. Mm-hmm. So, and he's a third baseman. Yeah. And a uh, third base, as we know, has a precipitous drop off. And so that's a, and they continue their home series against the Cardinals tomorrow. So he's a guy and he's at 2.8% owned. So you don't talk about a pickup, right? He's a guy that you could pick up right there. So um, I was kind of like, I don't know if this guy, you know, cause he was struggling mighty, but he's now hitting 321. So yeah. make sure you leave Ontario on your roster. So he's a guy I had and I dropped when I picked up Bryce Terang from Milwaukee. Um, and uh, But they're in that same same similar area, I think, as well. Um, my next guy is from Kansas City. In our league, Kevin, there are only four Royals offensive players that are on rosters right now. And MJ Melendez is a guy we were super high on coming into the season. I went out and got it. Uh, and he's only got six points to start the start the year off, uh, but I'm not giving up yet. I mean, the guy again, he's he's out there every day. Um, he's given, he's gonna have the opportunity, and uh, and he's actually had a decent week. Now, not great by any stretch of the imagination, but it feels like he's starting to turn. If he can stop striking out all the time, yeah. that would be nice. But I'm gonna hold on to him still. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to trade him yet, and I'm not gonna drop him, of course, either. Um, so I, I think we got to hold on to him a little longer. Okay. Fair enough. So another guy that, uh, I think you got to hold on to is, uh, a guy that I didn't even follow my own advice here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's Trey Mancini. Oh yeah. Of, of the Cubs first baseman outfielder. Yeah. And, um, if you happen to come up behind me and sweep up the trash a little bit and add him, he had three hits yesterday. Okay. And um, he only has eight fantasy points, five of them which came on Saturday, four of them which came uh, four, four, whatever day that was. So yeah, he's a guy that uh, I like the first base. I like the outfield uh, qualification. So if you need help at either one of those positions and have him at 12.9%, don't be so quick to follow myself and kick him to the curb just yet. Yeah, I agree. I think he's a good good guy to have on the team. Give him some time to settle into his new place, and um, I think there's potential there for him to have a good good rest of the year. Uh, I'm going to go pitcher for this one, and it's a guy that I do have on my team. Most of these guys I've been talking about I don't have on my team, uh, but uh, I'm still going to hold out hope a little bit longer on Miles Mikolas from St. Louis. Only four points okay. through two starts. Um, that's, that's not good for a guy who started on opening day. Um, but we've seen other bigger pitchers struggle early on in this season. And I'm going to give Mikolas a little bit of time and hope that we can get him, uh, get him playing some teams like the Cubs and the Pirates and things like that in the days to come. So, uh, I'm holding out hope that Mikolas turns things around and just becomes a middle of the road pitcher. Like I need you to be getting me at least 15 points on a start. Uh, man, negative does not help. So, but I'm a whole lot of hope that he's going to, he's going to pull it out at some point in time. 
Well, the last guy I want to talk about is not somebody you would draw, even if it was September probably, but that's Zach Gallon. Hmm. Okay. First pitcher that I took in our league, and he has a 7.59 ERA. That's not looking good. But uh, he pitched a little bit against San Diego, four runs on seven hits and six innings, only three strikeouts. Mm-hmm. So there's concern all over the place for Zach Gallon. And uh, there were some other pitchers that I probably could have, I certainly could have taken other than him, but I did. So I'm stuck with him. So if you're out there and you're feeling the pain on him, you know, breathe in a little bit, find your center, <laughs> and just relax a little bit. Relax a little bit. The last guy I've got, I didn't have on my list until you brought him up to drop. <laughs> and so I'm going to I'm gonna counter your drop Lane Thomas with a hold on to Lane Thomas. And here is my thought behind it. First of all, Lane Thomas is a player that I talked about before the season started as if you're going to get somebody from the Nationals, he's the guy to get. Um, he's going to give you a couple of different things. You mentioned 20 points to start the season. He had six points in a three-game series against Atlanta. He had nine points in a three-game series against Tampa and seven points in a four-game series against Colorado. What that says to me is consistency. Um, hes I don't think he's going to drop off. Uh, he's batting leadoff, so he's getting opportunities to get on base. He only has one stolen base to start the year. He's not a power guy, so he's going to get his points through runs, RBIs as the time allows, and things like that as well. To me, if I have Lane Thomas on my team, uh, he's still giving me production. So I'm going to hold on to him a little bit longer and see what happens with him because I think he has the potential to be that consistent six points in a series. That's not great, right? But that's you probably have guys that are struggling. And right now, Thomas is a guy I'm going to hold on to a little bit longer to see if maybe he can break it out a little bit further than what he's doing so far. Okay. You might have, you know, turned me around a little bit on that. So I'll have yeah. to see how my roster shakes out. But the last guy I want to just mention real quick is one that pitches for the hometown Texas Rangers. And that is Andrew Haney. Oh, yeah. Okay. Andrew Haney is at 28.5% owned, seven runs on seven hit, two walks against Baltimore. That is utterly disastrous. He has the Kansas City Royals coming in here tomorrow. He'll face them. So he has a quick opportunity to uh, turn that around. So you would definitely want to wait one more start at least before you put up the white flag on him. Okay, that sounds good. Now I need to get to my this trade in this other league. It's not in our league. Um, okay. Nobody in our league would make this trade. It would get voted down. But um, in this other league I'm in, it's a head-to-head categories league, 12 teams. And the trade is this. Justin Verlander, Corbin okay. Carroll, and okay. Mike Clevenger okay. traded for Pablo Lopez, Jordan okay. Alvarez, and Paul Goldschmidt. Okay. <laughs> so you have three guys that should be on every, every roster out there getting traded for Verlander, who hasn't pitched yet, uh, Carroll, who's good, we like him, and Clevenger, who we could care less about. Um, and it's just kind of one of those, it seems lopsided to me. Am I, am I wrong? Yeah, that, that, uh, that's a trade that would be turned down in like three point three four seconds. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so Alvarez and Goldschmidt were so about you, This is a two keeper league, and he traded both of his keepers with Pablo Lopez, basically because he really liked Corbin Carroll. By the way. Oh, me too. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, there's zero it. chance because we have real baseball guys in our league. There's zero yeah. chance that would happen. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't understand it. And and again, it's a 12 man league, and we're a week in, two weeks into the season. Like, come on, let's let your guys play a little bit. Let's <laughs> see, see what they got, man. Um, but hey, who am I? I'm just the host right. of a fantasy baseball show. Um, <laughs> but hopefully, means something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's good stuff. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so there you go. We got some conflicting advice tonight with uh, Logan Thomas uh, to think that I brought up two different nationals. That's a scary thing. Mackenzie Gore. Yes, it is. And, uh, yeah, but there was a lot to brewers brought up. So that should make you smile. So very true. Very true. All right. He's Kevin Wilson. You can find him on uh, Twitter at Kevin 62 W I L S E A. You can find all his stuff on bellyupfantasysports.com. Still writing some football stuff and then a lot of baseball stuff um, as well. Are you doing any basketball stuff? It's, I guess we're done. No, because the season ends today. Yeah, regular season ends today. And so uh, I'm pleased to report that uh, I, me, am the champion of our basketball fantasy. Look at So I got that going on. Yeah. And I'd like to report that hockey was going well. However, I cannot do so, so I will not say anything further about that. Okay. All right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm Vince. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. You can find my articles both on BellyUpSports.com and BellyUpFantasySports.com. Every uh, Sunday, I'm putting out power rankings for Major League Baseball on BellyUpSports.com. And then about every other week, I'm dropping something on BellyUpFantasySports.com as well. Uh, so you can find the stuff there. We're going to be back next Sunday, carrying on the tradition. Uh, we're going to give you the best uh, fantasy baseball advice around, and we'll have another guest on for us next week as well as we continue to help you win your fantasy league this year. Uh, we'll we'll try to trash some of our fellow league mates next week too, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> so we'll have we'll have two two weeks under the belt, two matchups under the belt. Uh, so we'll have a good time with that uh, next time as well. Anything else you need to add before we go? Uh, just to, uh, to let you know that, uh, cause next weekend is my mom's 80th birthday. Oh. And so we decided we were going to go and spend it with her. So I will be unavailable. Okay. Sunday night. Are you so, sure your mom doesn't want to come on and join the show? I mean, you could. Well, that would be interesting, except she's got no Wi-Fi. It's like, okay. going, <laughs> it's like traveling back in time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, no so I'll have to get. I guess so, co-host next week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who it is yet, but we'll, we'll get it figured out. It'll be all good. Uh, well, we will be back next week. Somebody will be here. Somebody will be here. Somebody will hold down the fort. No That's right. That's right. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. All right, friends. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Make sure you go check out Belly Up Fantasy. That's Sports. right. Get over there now. Right when the show's over, get over there. That's right. Righteousfelon.com and MahlerBros.com. You can use the code Belly Up at both of those sites to get 15% off your purchases. Uh, thanks for tuning into today's episode of the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove. Right.